I feel like movies are very social, at least to me. Like when I watch a movie, I, I can't not talk about it, you know, oh, yeah. especially if it's had such an impact on me. And this movie, oh my gosh, the shocks, the thrilling <laughs> scenes, the times where I was like, oh no. And then the times where I'm like, heck no, heck no. I'm Michaela. And I'm Delaney. And this is Realistic <laughs> Expectations. So I am so excited to dig into this. So listeners, if I'm sure you've seen from our Instagram, today we are covering The Invisible Man. Oh, even the title itself, The Invisible Man. I, have, I had so many questions, you know? Really? Because if it's like The Conjuring, then I have a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never seen that movie. Me either, but still have questions. <laughs> um, if you see the trailer, you just know that she's going crazy and she's being haunted by a force and it's pretty much ever since she left her ex-husband. Mm -hmm. So it already sounds very, you know, intriguing. And yeah. I, honestly, though, these are always movies with these kind of plots that I'm like, oh, it can get cheesy real quick. I loved it. I loved it. You need to see it and you need to fall in love with it. If you usually shy away from horror films, I think you should still give this one a try. My husband, total horror, anti-horror, like won't, doesn't even like it when I watch little tiny clips. Like he always is like, what, what, why are you doing this to yourself? I'm like, it's kind of fun. <laughs> I can hear it. I can hear him. <laughs> Listeners, if you are, you know, usually sway away from horror, really give this one a shot. It, it's, you know, has the suspenseful aspects to it, but um, typically horror is not your forte. Give this a try just to see, you know, have a friend with you, have some wine, have, you know, have a pillow in front of you. I think you'll make it out okay. If I lead you astray, I'm so, so sorry. I felt it was more like a thriller, mis like totally. mystery thriller. Yeah, mi which, mystery, suspenseful thriller. Yeah, completely. which is definitely more my vibe. Not that we have your expectations high, but Michaela, I think now we can kind of go into spoiler territory. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Yay! Okay, so the first thing we see yes. <laughs> with the this first movie, thing. Yep. the first scene is um, the, the camera kind of pans to a beach and it's showing the, like you hear ocean waves and you see this glass house. Like it's just a house made of glass. And the first thing I wrote in my notes was, I like Alcatraz, like where are we right now? <laughs> we see um, a couple, like, well, we don't see the guy's face, but we see mm -hmm. a woman who is the main character lying on her side in bed with uh, presumably her husband. <laughs> <laughs> and she wakes up and she's like wide awake all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. So obviously she's planning something. She gets up and quietly leaves the bedroom and then she checks a glass like with some water in it mm -hmm. that was right next to the man while he was sleeping and she shakes it and you can see that there's basically like these remnants of drugs and I'm like oh my god drugs she drugged him she's grabbing a few things she's like discreetly placed things so she was like ready to leave yeah and then she goes down like basically kind of like through this garage area where you see a bunch of like advanced technology and so in my notes i have tony stark lab question mark <gasps> do you know what i said i said what? bat cave bat cave 
Oh, nice. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So you know that something's up with this guy, Something. like assuming oh. it's him. Yeah. So she leaves her poor dog. Her poor dog. She Deuce. has to leave him. Because he has a barking collar on. Uh, which will shock him if he barks and she goes to try to take it off and as she tries to take it off zeus bumps into the fancy car right next to him and the car uh, off right so yes. now she's like shoot i you know all this planning all this work and now the alarm's on no amount of dias of pam will will keep that dude asleep so now she's oh, yeah freaking out and running and she does pretty good parkour too because there's a pretty big wall outside that she just leaps over i know um, i'm like has she been training what <laughs> i need to work on my push-ups because that's that was pretty impressive so she's running through the woods we yep. know that basically the guy's probably gonna wake up from all the noise mm -hmm. and she like all of a sudden gets to this like dirt road and mm -hmm. she's waiting for somebody and I'm like, oh my God, she's waiting for somebody. And they show up late on like the I know. most important night of her life. Yep. Assumingly. I was pissed. I was, I was pissed like, this is her. a bad friend. I was like, bad you, have, you have one job and yep. you know I'm freaking out and yep. you're late. Yeah, totally. You, you need to be there waiting, waiting, you know? Yep. Yeah. I would get there early. I would get there an hour early, bring some nachos and just chill while just I'm waiting. Yeah. yeah. That's what a good friend does. And turns out it's not a friend, it's her sister. So even worse. Right. Finally, a car rolls up. Yeah. And so it's the sister and she yeah. pretty much actually doesn't even know what's going on. She just knows that she was supposed to pick up her sister. Yeah. And so she's like, just go, just go. But she's like, no, no, you have to tell me what's going on. And I'm thinking, what kind of sister questions another? If you're, she's saying go, yes. you go. Look at her. She's, oh my gosh. It's like one in the morning. And then, so as they're kind of arguing, but not, mm -hmm. we suddenly see a, a man running at the car and mm -hmm. smashing into it. We don't mm -hmm. see his face. So mm -hmm. we know that this guy clearly is off the drugs very fast. <laughs> He's not drowsy anymore. That's what happens with psychopaths, clearly. <laughs> as soon as their adrenaline's pumping, they're out. Anyway. Oh my gosh, impressive. So the girls get scared, obviously, yeah. and drive off as he smashes in the windows. But they yeah. drive off. They get away. So yes. you're very happy. You do see the pill. Suddenly, I guess she has dropped the pills on the ground as she's getting into her sister's car yes and adrian who is her husband um you see him come around and spot it and pick it up so now we know that he knows now we know that he knows <laughs> we that... know that he knows that we know <laughs> <laughs> we all know now it's impressive so it's very good uh, uh, loved it anyways a few weeks later Yes. A few weeks later, we see that she is now living um, secretly with a family friend named James and his daughter, Sydney. So we find out that James is a cop and he has a teenage daughter who's about to go to college. Mm -hmm. And so he's basically having uh, Cecilia or Cece or C, however you put it, <laughs> um, live with him while she's in hiding from her husband. And she's terrified, obviously. She doesn't get out of the house at all. She yeah. is scared that he would like find her and they keep reassuring her like he's not going to find you. Even her sister is saying that he's not going to find her until she gets a piece of mail 
and she and it's addressed to her and it was sent to the address that she's staying at secretly Mm -hmm. so of course we're like what the fuck how did you find her (laughs) but so she's scared she opens it we find out that adrian has committed suicide Mm -hmm. adrian's killed himself Mm-hmm. And he left Cecilia $5 million in his will. Even oh, with yeah. him dead, she's very, like, skeptical. I would be the, the same way. I'd be like, no, mm-hmm. no, this is, this is too Because it's suicide. It's not much. natural causes. It's not mm-hmm. he was hit by a car or fell down the stairs. Any suicide. painful way he deserves. <laughs> <laughs> she has to meet up with Adrian's lawyer brother, Tom. He's basically telling her, like, what's going to happen with the money and however she wants to, it to be distributed as well. And I'm like, not to be morbid, but I need to see the body. I need to see his body. <laughs> <laughs> and also, while Tom is going through this, he says he has something to read to Elizabeth, or Elizabeth, yep. <laughs> which is the actress's name, so I'm not yeah. completely wrong, but to Cecilia... Yeah. Um, that Adrian has written for her. And I'm like, no, we're not having words from the grave right now. Mm-hmm. And finally, the sister actually speaks up and is like, she doesn't need to hear this. But yeah. of course, Tom ugh, is like, I'm sorry, <laughs> I can't legally give this money to her unless she hears what uh, Adrian has to say. Pretty yeah. much. He doesn't yeah. say it like that, really, but pretty much he does. Uh, yeah. <laughs> In his words from the grave, mm-hmm. I was not good to Cecilia. I should have treated her better. Something like that. And hmm. like, it's really, it's really weird. I'm just more like, you need to stop reading this so Cecilia can get on with her life as best yeah. she can. And because clearly death doesn't even help you escape because <laughs> after, after Adrian dies, she starts being haunted by this force anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's just all and go it, to therapy people. So we can yeah. all feel better. You know, there was a scene where Cecilia, basically with the money that she has received from Adrian's death, Adrian's will, she decided to set up a sort of like trust fund thing for Sydney so she can attend school. Sydney wanted to go to fashion school and it was very expensive and her father James was kind of leaning her away from that but with the money that Cecilia has been granted she decided to set up a trust fund for her so it was such a heartwarming moment you know like with them being actors but I really was like oh they're best friends like you know, yeah. Sydney looks up to Cecilia, and Cecilia's Can we all just stay happy? Yeah, like, oh, it, it just had such good, exactly, like, happy right off into the sunset vibes. So, what happens with um, Sydney and Cecilia? So, they're sleeping in the same bed, and because that's just where, obviously, Cecilia's been staying, and all of a sudden, the covers start to kind of be pulled off of the two, and... So as viewers, like we're just watching and being like, oh, whoa, whoa, because it looks as if someone's pulling the blanket off of them, mm-hmm. but the camera's at an angle where you can't really see who's doing it. And then you see a camera flash. So you're like, oh my God, someone's taking pictures of the two of them. Cecilia wakes up, doesn't see anything, but then she like tries to pick up the uh, blanket because she realized mm-hmm. that it, it rolled off of them. 
at, like a seemingly rolled off of them mm-hmm. and she picks it up, but she notices that it won't move because yeah. it's as if someone's stepping on it and oh. holding it down. And so she freaks out and pretty much like turns on the light. James and Sydney wake up and she's like, there's someone there. There's someone there. Like someone was there. And since Sydney and James can't see anybody, same with Cecilia, they're yeah. like, oh, just go to bed. Just go to bed. I'm sure it was nothing. Cause what could it be? You know, it's, it's so easy to explain it in a logical way to dismiss Cecilia, but man, like as a watcher, you're, you're just like, oh no, he was there. You know, like he was, it's he- so true though. In real life, we'd be like, what are you talking about? Oh like, yeah. No, go, be- go to bed. You just oh, yeah. me up for nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, that was a creepy scene, but oh, I, I feel like the photo taking was the worst. Oh, that like, felt so violating. So violating. Just like the flashes. It was creepy. So You're creepy. sleeping. Oh, like that sent me like shivers just because I would I, never like, I, fine, take my covers, whatever. Like, what are you doing to me? But just taking photos as I'm sleeping was just super eerie. So pretty much other things starts happening to her. She's in the bathroom and she sees the pill bottle that she left at the, like when she left her husband that night and she lost that still had blood on it. Yeah. And so, well, that was after she, she did go to a job interview too, to kind of start her life anew. And while she's at the job interview, she, you know, has her portfolio and we see her the night before packing her portfolio with sketches because she's interviewing for an architect firm. And she opens up her portfolio and it's not there. So you're like, oh my gosh. So you're suddenly thinking, what happened to it? I know what happened to it, but hmm. And while she's walking away from the interviewer, because she's feeling disoriented, she ends up fainting. And then after she faints, obviously they, they, they call a par- you know, paramedic and uh, she gets transported to a hospital. At the hospital, she realizes that she was drugged. And then when right. they call to tell her the results, that's when she sees the diazepam on the counter with right. what I never realized because I watched it twice, this film. It's so good. You got to watch it twice. And on the second time, I actually realized the, the pill bottle had a bloody thumbprint on it. Have you, did you notice that? Yeah. That's why I said it had blood on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was creepy when you realize that basically Adrian or something happened where she was drugged. Yeah. So pretty much she sees the pill bottle and she freaks out. She knows that she is convinced that Adrian isn't dead. So her Cecilia and James, her family friends meet up with Tom, Adrian's lawyer brother. And they pretty much say, well, no, Cecilia pretty (laughs) much says, um, you need to tell him to stop stop what he's doing and Tom's like uh Adrian's dead his ashes are in my urn you know <laughs> and like James is trying to be a good friend and he's like I don't care I mean he's like I don't really know why we're here but I'm sure it's for a good reason and I'm like yes we need friends to support support I thought, us and respect I thought that us. was so sweet that James it said was. that like even if you're questioning her like like in front of other people you stand strong in your friends yeah. And then maybe ask questions later, but in front of Tom, he's strong. And in that scene, I wrote in big letters in my notes, 
gaslighting. Like Tom is so gaslighting her right now, making her feel dumb and, you know, questioning her. And you know, Tom has a twinkle in his eye, you know, where he's, you know, he's up to something, but then he decides in that moment too to share that, you know, Hey, Cecilia, I also, you know, never liked my brother. I've hated him. And that was such a weird moment because I was like, Oh, Tom, you're not going to make me like you. You're not going to make me like you. Um, but I, I was just like, I don't trust him. <laughs> up. I, I don't trust him. Yeah. Like, I know he's saying this stuff like, and yeah. it appears like he's being genuine, but I, yeah. I'm so, I was so for against sure. him. I but what's like, cool. Oh, for sure. And, and what I really liked about the scene is that he literally says, my brother controlled me long before. So you yeah. obviously see Adrian has control issues. He oh, for sure. feels the need to, to control everything. Even in death, he's trying to control her. And Tom essentially ends that meeting off saying, don't let him control you, you know, in death. You know, don't let him haunt you. Like basically saying it's up to her to stop it. So actually this next scene, do you know what I'm talking about? The sister one? Yep. This one had me all sorts of feels. But okay, I'll have you, you explain this one. Okay, here we go. You're feeling it. I'm feeling it, man. Yeah. So after this, you know, after you come to this realization, you see this bloody fingerprint, you're like, oh, it's Adrian, I know it is. You want to talk to a family member, you know, or, or someone who's closest to you. Which to me right now is Michaela. Like, Michaela, you're my sister. I feel like, you know, there's a relationship that you have, whether it's a friend or, you know, a parent or a sibling, where you just feel like your ties are so close that, you know, if no one else believes you, they will. Uh, So she goes to Emily's apartment. And as soon as she opens the door, Emily opens the door, you can already tell she has like a shtick about her. And she looks at Cecilia and immediately starts telling her, oh, you know, like I heard, I'm, you know, you, now that I know I'm suffocating you and, you know, I never expected any of that money that you've been given. And Cecilia is confused. Cecilia, Cecilia is like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know what you're saying. Emily tells her, oh, I received your email. And Cecilia is like, what, what email? Cecilia says, I didn't send you a fucking email like I didn't like Adrian's doing this to me and Emily's confused and saying oh yeah sure Adrian sent me the email you need medication Adrian's dead and she shuts the door on her like that that is it Cecilia does look at the email it says a lot of like I understand why Emily's hurt it says a lot of like I don't want to know you anymore I don't want to see you anymore I wish you were dead instead like it has a lot of that kind of language at least question it you know like to see to see this email so matter of fact when you obviously hear your sister right in front of you confused and saying i didn't send you an email i i feel like i wouldn't be like yeah haha, sure like i love the movie but that this was a scene that bothered me and i was like you whoever directed this or wrote this didn't have a sibling at least that was probably the most <laughs> unbelievable part of the movie yeah um i, I would granted- at least want an explanation yeah, granted, we don't really know much about the sister's relationship. That's I wouldn't true. be surprised if um, 
if Adrian, because he was such an abuser, I wouldn't be surprised if he was trying to cut her off from her family, Cecilia. Mm. And probably they had a strained relationship for a bit. But still, I yeah. would be I would be very surprised if I got an email like that from like one of my sisters. So Yeah, that's that's a good point. When I think about that, like I'm obviously I'm comparing it to my relationships. Uh, and maybe if Emily and Cecilia, it sounded like they weren't that close because she didn't know what the heck was going on with Cecilia. True. But yeah. Oh, but, but you know what? This was a part, like a perfect plan for Adrian. Step number one, you know, for emotionally abusive partners is they isolate you from support yeah. and loved ones. Yeah. So there you go. Check number one. He got, he got to Emily. Yeah. So now Emily is not talking to Cecilia anymore, mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then, so of course that devastates Cecilia and she's feeling like she's going crazy. Mm-hmm. So Sydney, who's James's daughter, her teenage, mm-hmm. his teenage daughter, um, she comes in to, the, to like basically their room, a force, not Cecilia, a force in the I don't air know where. Smacks, uh, smacks Sydney. And Sydney starts like crying and screaming for her dad and saying that, Cecilia smacked her because yeah. of course like she didn't wasn't really paying attention when they were getting up from the floor and of course like she would uh, automatically think that it was Cecilia because that's the only other person in the room I feel like your brain in a protective mode just needs to assign it to who where's the threat there's the threat now I'll get away from the threat oh yeah so James comes in and pretty much is very upset because he thinks that Cecilia slapped his daughter and so as uh, James and Sydney are leaving the house, he tells Cecilia that she needs to get out pretty much by the time yeah. he gets back. Like, because he already thinks that she's going kind of crazy. Yeah. And now she's being physically abusive to his own daughter. And yeah. he's like, I'm not having that, which is good on him. Oh, anyway. daughter's number one compared to friend, you know, but, daughter goes before yeah. friend. But also what I thought was really interesting is... Like he's telling her, "Oh, pack your stuff and leave," and they're the ones leaving. I, know, I feel like if so funny, yeah, I thought if like if someone hit my daughter, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, let me leave and let you have free run of the house." Well, I'm like, man, he puts such trust in her, and then she starts destroying the house pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, how does she destroy the house? So the first thing I thought that the same thing too, by the way. Oh yeah, so she starts she grabs a knife at one point she puts coffee uh coffee grounds all over the kitchen floor because she wants to try to track Mm -hmm. basically this invisible man Mm -hmm. because she's convinced that her husband is haunting her which i thought was smart i don't think i would have thought of that cecilia basically starts talking to the dead she's just where are you come on Mm -hmm. you know Yep. And I, in my head, I'm thinking, finally, she's, she's addressing him. Then she grabs a landline phone. Yep. <laughs> I was like, landline phone? It's 2020. <laughs> <laughs> we see her grab the landline phone and yep. she starts dialing a number and turns out it's Adrian's number. The reason why we know that is because we hear his voicemail. Yes. And then the thing is that as it's ringing, she hears the phone in the house ringing mm-hmm. and it's coming from the ceiling mm-hmm. so she grabs a ladder and goes up to the attic she gets up to the attic and mm-hmm. when she's up there she see she uh finds his cell phone and she finds her um art plans for yes. the architecture um like the job interview yes 
And while she opens the phone, she sees pictures of her while she yep. was sleeping. Remember, we saw the camera flashes that now we're actually seeing the pictures that were taken. And then we get a text to the phone that says surprise. And, and it's in all caps. It's yeah. surprise in all caps. There's no exclamation point. And well, I don't care what situation is. If you put surprise in all caps, it is creepy. I don't know why. It just well, is. Let's face it. This is not a best friend relationship <laughs> right here. <laughs> I'm saying, just to give some context, you know, like any, in any context, like surprise with all caps, no explanation. You need an explanation point or at least a smiley face. You know what I okay. mean? Okay. Noted. Do not text Delaney <laughs> surprise ever. Basically no. the enter and exit for the attic mm -hmm. and she looks down mm -hmm. and pretty much you just see the floor, but then she grabs the, uh, there's paint cans up in the attic and she throws it and all of a sudden, you see an outline of a man because oh, paint thanks. got all over this person. Oh. It, you see an outline, and that's how you know, you know, there's an invisible man. It's not yes. just some weird haunting. There's an actual person who's yeah. invisible. Remember, people, we still don't know what this guy looks like. Yeah. So he is literally pretty much invisible to us. Yeah. We, we have never seen this guy's face. Yeah. So... I wrote in my notes because in the beginning of this film, when she's escaping the house, you see that there's indoor cameras and I'm like, wow, that's so controlling to have indoor cameras, yeah. not outdoor cameras. But then I have in my notes, having indoor cameras would be great right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the scene where, because she can't see him now because the paint's worn off or yeah. he walked it off. Yeah. Um, she gets into a fight with the invisible man. Yeah. So it's this huge fight scene. It was done so well. I just so kept well. thinking she's not like as an actor, she's not fighting with anything, but she has to act like there's someone actually fighting her and yeah. holding her down and throwing her. It's crazy. great job. I could not do that. Like, and I think they even said that, you know, at one point she uses plates, China to like slam it against his body and his head, Yes. you know, but the plates, the China plates, are self-implosive so they'll oh. like explode at a certain point you know where they just shatter and i thought man i have been amazing bravo bravo like this really was a great scene and it was great because finally we got some action finally i could see her taking out some of her rage on him because she's probably never really laid a hand on him before poor james and sydney are going to come back to the house being <laughs> destroyed <laughs> so she runs out of the house and she calls a lift driver. She decides that she's going to go back to her and Adrian's old home, the glass beach home. Remember that? Yeah. This, so, this shocked me as a decision. Yeah. Like I didn't know where she was going to go, but when they arrived, I was like, what? Why? So this was really interesting. And I was like, I had to find out and I was not disappointed why she went back. So we pretty much go back to Tony Stark's lab or the yep, Batman, yep. like the Batman cave. Where, Bat cave. Where Bat cave. Bat cave. <laughs> <laughs> really hard. Anyway, um, anything Marvel slash DC comics. There yes. you go. Uh, <laughs> um, Adrian was basically a master in optomics, I think it's called. Optics. Optic Optics. technology. And she finds the invisible suit. She finds the suit and mm -hmm. someone comes to the house 
she hears Zeus barking. So she's immediately yeah. alarmed, like, oh, someone's here. So she grabs the suit and she basically tries to take it with her, but she gets caught in the closet pretty much. Yeah. And she feels like she's trapped because she can hear and she thinks that she can't get out of there. So she leaves the suit and runs out. Uh, she's able to make it out. She runs. She mm-hmm. runs out of the beach glass house. And mm-hmm. I'm guessing the Lyft driver was there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Extra tip for him. So she calls her sister and she tells her to meet her at a public place. Yeah. And so she, we see her in the next scene with her pretty much like in a nice restaurant waiting for her sister. Oh. The sister decides to meet up with her. She, Cecilia starts saying that she has proof. Yes. So she can prove that yes. Adrian is harassing and taunting her. The thing, though, is that as she's explaining this to Emily, Emily sees a knife out. A right. big knife. This is a not a butter knife. knife. Yeah. yeah, this is not like your typical butter knife. This is like a kitchen, like, butcher knife. Yeah. So she sees this huge knife. And Cecilia, like, it surprises Emily. So she, like, sees it floating. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly i it happened quickly so fast so fast the knife slashes emily's throat yep and so of course cecilia well and the knife after it slashes is placed into cecilia's hand exactly so she didn't even have time to think about anything it's all this like she sees her sister is bleeding out and yes basically now dead in front of her and other people in the restaurant notice and start screaming. And of course she has the knife in her hand. Yeah. So she gets pretty much arrested. Wow. Can we, yeah. Can we just talk about this scene? Cause let's go this. Oh my gosh. Amazing. My heart broke. broke, And I feel like this is where just give Elizabeth Moss her freaking Oscar because this, the scene I felt it. I felt what she was feeling. She didn't do the typical, oh my gosh, like screaming, like my sister. She was in shock. Like, I don't know what, I, I don't know what I would have done, but probably that where you really just don't even care what people screaming around you. You're just looking at your sister, just mortified and, yeah. and heartbroken. Now she is institutionalized. While she's first admitted and strapped down, you hear Adrian. Right. We hear his voice. You hear his voice and he says, surprise. Yes. You know, it's not very loud, but he literally just says, surprise. And yes. it is so creepy. As she's falling like, oh. asleep too. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, yes, sorry. Pregnant. Ah. Yes. We find out that Cecilia is pregnant. Mm-hmm. So Adrian finds out that Cecilia is pregnant. Mm-hmm. That means that Tom, yep. Adrian's brother, Ugh. gives Cecilia a little visit in yep. the hospital. That's a, that's a good way to put it. A little visit. Just a little, hey, how you well, doing? Longer than I would like, but whatever. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, Tom says that she can't get the trust, like the money that she was getting get from the inheritance mm-hmm. because you can't give it to somebody like from a trust due to a crime. Hmm. So she either forfeits the money or she agrees to have the baby and go back to Adrian. Mm -hmm. And then 
James and Sydney can still pretty much get the money. Which at that point, I was so upset because Tom was gaslighting her earlier. Yeah. And saying, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. Adrian's dead. Here's the body and here's the ashes. And now he's like, oh, but you can go back to Adrian. And she's pissed, obviously, because he's basically telling her, you know, right now you're a murderer, but I can change that. And yeah, she's pissed. She throws his papers down, all his, I don't know, his business legalese papers. She then, you can see as she like throws his papers down, she takes one of his fountain pens from his briefcase when he's not looking. Ugh, and then, fountain pens. Fountain pens, man. He's extra douchey, as you can so tell. So fancy. And then he, as he collects his papers, he comes back and he's like, well, you know, I see you may need more time. And then as he's walking away, he says, we, we will be watching. So we get back to <sighs> Cecilia's cell in the hospital. Yeah. And she's, it's nighttime. She's laying in her bed. And then she gets up and she goes over to the shower and she takes out the pen. Yeah. And she says, you won't have me and you're not going to get the baby. And she starts to slice her wrist. She's deep slicing. So she's trying yeah. to kill herself now. Yeah. And as she's doing that, um, the invisible man stops her from continuing and she Mm. says there you are and she starts stabbing him stabbing him with the fountain pen that douchey fountain pen she starts stabbing him she escapes her cell yeah and the security guards obviously hear a commotion and so they start to like try to grab at her Mm -hmm. and pretty much the invisible man starts like terrorizing the security guards yeah because his suit is still twitching i'm finally he's not being like it's not the sneaky manipulative way it's now Mm -hmm. he's being a little messy and i like seeing that so and then what happens is that she as he's pretty much killing the security guards she runs out of there she runs out of the hospital um adrian he finds her and he grabs her but I, and I have in my notes, oxygen to the baby, like don't choke <laughs> her, please. And he knows that though. He knows that she's pregnant and he doesn't want to like affect the baby. So he threatens to just kill her loved ones until he, she comes back to him. So yeah. because he says that she knows that he's going to go after James and Sydney because Emily's already gone. So <laughs> well, you have James and Sydney. what he says is if you fight me, I will find somebody you love instead. And then yes. he said, you're going to, it's because of you, I'm going to hurt the little girl. As he leaves her because he's threatening to kill uh, Sydney uh, because he's like the little girl. So that's Sydney. Someone crashes their car in the midst of this. And while he was on Bluetooth for with his phone, like the car phone. And so... Cecilia steals this guy Harry's car uh, to try to beat him to the house. And as she's doing that, she calls James uh, to tell him, like, like, drop everything, go to the house now. And I'm so glad he actually listened to her. So he yeah. decides, you know what, I'm going to trust her on this because she says that Sydney's pretty much in trouble. Yeah. So I'm going to go check on Sydney. We cut to James and Sydney's house and Sydney is sleeping. The thing is that she wakes up and she's just in her bed and it's just all dark around her room. Mm-hmm. And she wakes up and basically you can tell that she's uneasy about yeah. something. 
So she grabs something from, I think it was her nightstand where she grabbed it. And we don't know what it is yet, mm-hmm. but she takes it out and it's pepper spray and she sprays it into the air. And we <laughs> hear, so- we hear somebody fall back into like her stuff. So we yeah. know. So she <laughs> sprayed and she basically knows that there's an invisible man in her room and she just pepper sprayed him (laughs) so I'm like you go Sydney I know I love this although I do think I think you have to be like six feet away to not get the effects I think or something like that because I feel like Sydney would feel that too but I don't know I thought that was really cool though just to see you know she probably did that's why she was crying (laughs) yeah not, not out of fear, pepper spray. <laughs> Maybe a little mix of the two. So this invisible man starts strangling Sydney. Yeah. And James comes home and he um, he sees her struggling on the floor, uh-huh. basically, because he doesn't know what's happening. Yeah. You can't see the guy. And so then James starts fighting with the invisible man. And Sydney is crying and screaming as the invisible man is beating the shit out of james very sadly oh my and, gosh he got owned james oh, got so owned did. yeah he did and the thing and, that sucks though is that you can't see the guy so you like so i don't even blame totally. james. cecilia comes in yep. and she's like sydney get down and she sprays the invisible man with a fire extinguisher so now yes. we see an outline of not a complete outline but outline enough which again smart move cecilia she's so smart yeah, oh yeah she she that was a good move on her and it's funny too because it brings back the fire extinguisher because that was the same fire extinguisher that sydney used when her the food was caught on fire on the stove when adrian was beginning to torment her yes and i'm like oh look at this that's what i liked about this movie is that they explain why there's these things here like they like in the beginning james you know they're doing a lot of painting in the house so that explains hey there's a can of paint in the attic there's this ladder in the hallway conveniently like these are not just convenient things they explain why they're around and hey, you know, even though she's new to this house, she knew where the fire extinguisher was because Sydney used it earlier on her eggs. Like yeah. that, this movie was so clever where it's not like, oh, of course, you know, Cecilia knew where the fire extinguisher was, even though it wasn't her home. Like it, it I feel like they did such a great job with that. Like the foreshadowing of these, you know, items being used. They obviously put thought into it and as Uh, viewers we appreciate it it paid off yeah it wasn't just (laughs) nothing so then the invisible man gets owned yep and he gets killed (laughs) the ultimate own yes the ultimate (laughs) owned the thing is that it's not adrian it's tom what it's tom freaking tom even her she's like tom like (laughs) what are you like what the hell is tom doing and so because all this information is brought to the police Mm. a SWAT team a SWAT team goes to adrian's home and conveniently conveniently someone's yelling for help in the walls of the home and i'm like if you're really stuck in there, how the hell do you know there's a SWAT team on the outside? They're so quiet. And, like, and honestly, Cecilia was there, obviously, when the lift took her to the house. She didn't hear any help. Yeah, you know? she didn't. It was quiet. So, there was just Zeus barking away. The 
yells of help from the wall. They break down like the wall. They tear it down. And it's Adrian. And Adrian goes on this whole story how his brother was holding him hostage and he took his like invisible man suit and he's been held there for so long like and so he doesn't know what's been going on pretty much now everything's being blamed on tom the lawyer brother so this is obviously super upsetting to cecilia because she knows the truth she knows that adrian was behind she calls adrian and says that she wants to meet up with him so she gets all dressed up like nice dress nice black dress and she goes over to her and Adrian's house, the beach house, the the glass beach house. With so, James. Yes, with James. The thing is that James is in the car. He's like a CIA, like undercover agent. Operative, yeah. Yes, he's in the van across the street. Yeah, across <laughs> so, the river. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he is in the car. Like, he's in the car and he's listening to pretty much the... Yeah. Tape, like, because she's all wired up yeah we finally get to see this ass i know we finally <laughs> see his face <laughs> he put out this whole display of food he's yeah. like pasta sushi or steak and i love oh. how she said steak <laughs> i'm like yeah. no we're getting some steak we're gonna use yeah. the knives um <laughs> in case <laughs> i need to use them <laughs> but so they're on the opposite ends opposite ends of the table of a long and- table yeah, it's, it's like yeah, awkward. It's, it's like very Mr. And Mrs. Smith, you know? It is very Mr. Where he's like, yeah. pass the salt, and she doesn't even, she's like, what? It's in the middle of the table. And he has to get up, yeah. walk like <laughs> 10 feet over to get the freaking salt. It's, the, it's, it's from the same set. It's just, they just use the same table for this scene. Exactly. But so she is pretty much saying that he for her to come back he needs to admit that he was behind all of this yeah and she's tearing up she's getting yeah. emotional she's, she's like, trying just, admit it. just say it yeah she's like tell me the truth and he's like saying i had nothing to do with this yeah. and and my and i'm like he knows she's wired up I've watched so much Dateline that I know she's wired up <laughs> like i knew before she even got in there um yeah. But he starts gaslighting her and saying yeah. she's crazy. She's made it all up in her head. It was all Tom. And so she's crying. And so it's making her feel like she's going crazy all over again. Yeah. So he like gets up, walks 20 I feet love over to her. <laughs> I love this. And he like kneels down next mm-hmm. to her and pretty much is explaining how they can be like a family because since she's pregnant and yeah so he I, I again I forget the context but he's like oh like I think he might be even talking about the baby where it's like this will be oh he probably is sorry about yeah the baby. like this will be a nice you know new adventure a little surprise yeah and yeah, yeah, yeah. when he says surprise because you know you with the text message and with him saying it next to her when she was first admitted into the mental hospital like it it you see something click in her she her eyes almost turned to fire like she was like oh heck no so she's like i need to go like clean up you know because i've been crying my eyes out because of you all over again so (laughs) i need to go clean my face now yes so he goes back he walks 50 feet back to his seat and sits down and he waits for her like a a football arena oh yeah 
Yeah. So the camera basically just focuses on him as he's, I think he's eating already, but just focusing on him while he's seated. And then a knife comes out and slices his throat. Yes. And that's where he, and he's gagging. He's trying to hold his throat and he's bleeding out and he's dead. Yes. So we realize, remember when she went back to the house and had the suit and she was going to take it with her, but then she had to hide it somewhere. (gasps) Yeah. She, when she was back freshening up her face, she had that second suit and she remembered where she hit it and she put it on and she killed him. So genius. And she knows that they are cameras inside the house. Yes. So it's going to make it look like, and she put it actually in his hand. So it looked like he killed himself. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. She put the knife like yes. she forced it in his hand and yes. then moved his hand around his throat. You're right. Yes. She gets on the yes. phone. She cr- is crying yeah. and saying, oh my God. Because like you see her come back from supposedly the bathroom. And, and you could see that the tape is still recording her in this specific area. Yes. Where she finds him. Like she is totally like freaking out. And oh yeah. You're, you're right. And gives a call. And she's like, she calls 911 and she's like, oh my God, oh my God, my husband, he's killed himself. She's freaking out. She's got like the tears yes. and she's choking up. And then the, they, they pretty much say, okay, uh, we have some cops on the, on the way. And she's like, okay, okay, thank you. And she hangs up and her face completely just changes. She's yeah. just like all stone cold. Like she's like, heartless now at least about him yeah she's like you know what you so deserve this after everything you've done to me I don't even give a fuck anyway yeah and what's so so amazing that I just realized just put together she kept trying to tell these people that she had this suit but it never ended up being told yeah you know so no one knows about this suit no one you know like no one would even think to ask and she was able to pull it off, you know, and obviously there's a video feed of it. No one's going to question it. James hears everything on, because of the wiretap, the wiretap. Yes. So he gets out of the car and runs to the house yes. as she's leaving with a bag. And James sees a little opening in the bag that he sees pretty much like a suit. Yeah. And it looks like the invisible suit like because there was most there was two at least mm-hmm. so he is looking at her and she's saying he's dead now and no one's going to question it pretty much because it looks like he killed himself yeah and he, like it was an understanding it was a mutual understanding exactly and yeah. he looks at her and he agrees he nods his head pretty much agrees and he essentially has become an accomplice but (laughs) so yeah so she walks off and she just has this like look on her face where she's finally free yes and then that's the end of the movie wow that's it 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 just made me feel you know like when you're already all tense and tight the ending just made me feel all warm and bubbly like yes you know like because you know again she's lost people like she's lost her sister yeah she did and her brother-in-law i mean we didn't like tom Tom. about him (laughs) (laughs) rating what would you rate this movie 
you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be the typical like 4.5. So I'm going to just give this, this film like five out of five, like film real rating. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was going to give it the same. Right? I was thinking, should I be like, really no film's a perfect film, but I, I thought, you know, I'm not going to be stingy. Like this to me was a five out of five. Yeah. Like I enjoyed it. I was, it was suspenseful. The story made sense. The acting was incredible. I would rewatch it. I'm recommending it to everyone. Like it really has all the aspects of oh, yeah. a five out of five film to me. And let us know, we have an Instagram page. It's real dot expectations. So at real dot expectations, give us a message. Let us know what your rating is of this film. I'm really intrigued what everyone else is thinking. I mean, just because we're two sisters, you know, we do think differently, but man, this film just really sold it for us to really think alike and uh, just be sold by it. Yeah. And honestly, like you guys can completely disagree with us or say, Hey, you're totally on point. Whatever you guys feel. Delaney, what is our next movie choice? Okay. Well, this is a recent film. Michaela and I are super excited about it. It's all female um, leads. Yes. So love that. It's an all female lead. And it, when was it released? I think, oh, it was released in January. Yes. Oh my gosh. I don't want to give this super, super detail, but it may have to do. Uh Aha, there you go. That's already hit in itself. Super detail. <laughs> there we Super go. There we detail. There you go. Uh, anywho, thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, we're really excited to connect with you again. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you guys. Ah, yeah. First episode <laughs> done. Done. And until next time, guys, thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.